0: May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. It's so nice to see so many people here in church today. The last few times I've preached, there have obviously been fairly few people here. Some people may have thought perhaps it was because I was preaching, but I think it perhaps had more to do with the coronavirus. On New Year's Day, the first day of this year, 2022, my wife and I listened together to the wonderful funeral service of Archbishop Emeritus Desmond Tutu held in St. George's Cathedral in Cape Town. We were both so moved by this wonderful celebration of the life of a true man of God. We were struck by the humble coffin and the general humility which was exhibited throughout this great service by all who participated. It was my hope that this service would fill the papers and uh, newspapers and the screens of televisions for many days to come. I wanted as many people as possible in this country and the rest of the world to hear and see the celebration of the life of such a true Christian. I wanted as many people as possible to learn from the arch's wonderful example of courageous and selfless service to the cause of righting the wrongs in society and in the world, particularly South Africa. It was not to be the devil stepped in and caused the houses to be parliament, to be almost burnt to the ground. Thus, he prevented all the wonderful messages which would have come from Dedron Tutu's funeral being spread far and wide. We as Christians have to be so aware that in this country at the moment, the forces of the devil, the forces of evil are at work. They are moving heaven and earth to destroy our society, to destroy the wonderful coming together of races, colors and creeds, which has taken place since apartheid officially ended in 1994. Many theories have been advanced as to how the parliamentary buildings were destroyed by fire so quickly. This is not the time or the place to go into all of that. Suffice it to say that the tragedy occurred either because of a deliberate act or gross negligence and incompetence on the part of those charged with looking after the security of this key building, or maybe a combination of both. What are we as Christians to do about this attack by the devil? I believe that the first thing we should do is to pray to the Lord for his protection from the forces of evil in this country. Those forces are intent intent on preventing good people in this country from changing a society which is currently so unjust. It is a society where huge unemployment exists, particularly amongst young people, where some people live in obscene luxury on the proceeds of crime, where education is totally inadequate for the majority and where medical treatment is also totally inadequate. I believe that the second thing we should do as Christians is to work towards fighting the injustices in our society. We must try to live righteous lives and try to follow the example of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today's gospel concerning the catching of fishes relates that Jesus, as on other occasions, decided that it would be better for him to address the crowd from a boat a little way from the shore. Jesus had no pulpit, Jesus had no church. He then decided to perform a miracle for the person who owned the boat, Simon Peter. Peter was a fisherman. He and his fellow fishermen had fished all night and caught absolutely nothing. However, Jesus persuaded Peter, reluctant as he was, to go out again and cast his nets. What happened next was a miracle. They caught so many fish, they could hardly land them all. That has to be a miracle. For those of us who have been out on the sea and fished, we know that every now and again we might be lucky and run through a shoal of fish. We can indeed bring a number on board, but this was truly a unique event, a miracle. The fishermen were so staggered by all of this that when Jesus said to them, I shall make you fishers of people, they followed him without question. The good Lord clearly spoke to the Arch, inviting him to be a fisher of people, and he clearly responded with a life devoted to the Lord and to achieving God's righteousness in the world. We are also called to be fishers of people. We are called to bring to the Lord all of those people who do not recognize him at the moment, and particularly those people who have been captured by the devil in this country to perform evil deeds. I love the book of Isaiah. Today we have heard one of my favorite passages. I heard the Lord saying, whom shall I send? who will go for us? I said, here am I, send me. Again, the arch responded to this call from the Lord, with a life dedicated to spreading the word of the Lord. The arch throughout his ministry acknowledged and followed the gospel enunciated from Paul's letter to the Corinthians today. This is perhaps one of the clearest explanations of the gospel we shall find in scripture. I quote, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with scripture, that he was buried, that he was raised to life on the third day, in accordance with the scriptures. Jesus, of course, thereafter appeared to many, including Paul, who had initially been one of the greatest persecutors of the followers of Christ. So let us remember our Lord Jesus Christ and his miracle in providing almost unlimited quantities of fish. Let us thank the Lord for providing us with unlimited quantities of grace. Let us thank the Lord for the life of Desmond Tutu, a true man of God. Let us continue to remember his life in spite of the evil distractions of the devil. And let us try to follow, in our own inadequate ways, his wonderful example of Christian living. Amen.